us and why don't you introduce our guests? We have the pleasure to receive today Olga Rafalska and Paulina Kapschak. The two of them created one of the most important design festivals in Central Europe, Element Talks. Thanks, mate. Yeah, like I mentioned in the show, I met Ola and Paulina when I first came to Poland. I did not realize the scale of Element Talks. I completely underestimated what these two ladies were doing. We are talking about an event created just a few years ago, which expects 2,000 attendees and world-renowned speakers. Also, the interesting aspect of their story is that they actually started Element Talks as part of their studies. As two graphic designers, they put this event together. Let me tell you, they get some really interesting guests and speakers attending and speaking at the event. I'm really impressed with what they pull off. So I'm going to see you in Warsaw. Definitely. The event will take place the 16th and 17th of June, and that's one event I won't miss. So if you're listening to this, I just want to say, once again, from myself and Jonathan, thank you for listening. If you have any suggestions or people that we should be interviewing or talking to, or topics that you want us to cover, please let us know. We want to make this a genuine gift to the design community in Central Europe. This is our home and we want to do some good stuff here. Drop us a note on Twitter, go to our website, our details are there, blockthinking.com. So without further ado, please welcome Olga and Paulina. Hi, my name is Olga Rafaska and I'm the organizer of Element Talks Conference. I studied graphic design in Poznan in the University of Arts and I come from Bydgoszcz. Hi, I'm Paulina Gatsprzak and as well as Olga, I studied graphic design in Poznan and I'm also the organizer of Element Talks and I come from Mazury in Poland. Well, guys, thanks for joining us today. And Thank it's you. a huge honor to have you here. It's so our the- pleasure. <laughs> Now, usually what we do in the podcast, in the show, is that we ask people, because I think it's very important for people to understand what is their value to the market, right? So designers go out and they want to do work with clients. They have some kind of value, right? It's not just about doing work. Now, usually I only we only have one person in the show. This is a new experience for us. We have two. Hey, Jono. <laughs> so I'm going to challenge you guys a little bit. So, Paulina, can you tell me what is... Olga's value proposition. Why would people want to work with Olga? I think Olga is very good at propositions to our partners. She has a really good ideas promote them. She usually works with our sponsors and partners and yeah, she has a really good ideas of promoting them and reaching their goals and also with value for our attendees. So I think it's really important. And I think she's really good organizer and she's great in communication. So it's just a pleasure to work with this kind of person. So Olga, why would people want to work with Polina? What is her value proposition? Well, she's very hardworking, always does stuff on time, preparing everything on the schedule is important for her, so there's no worry that, you know, you're going to have a delay or something. She's very good with finances. I trust her very much with it. So it's kind of like you guys complement each other, right? Yeah, we are very different. Sometimes we have to find a way to work with each other, but in the end, I think the result is much better than if any of us worked separately. Yeah, the pair combination makes sense in the design world, I think. But like before we dig a little bit deeper into what makes you guys tick, I think it's really important because there's this kind of thing that we haven't mentioned in the show. I mean, you mentioned, Paula, when you introduced yourself as Element Talks mm-hmm. or Element Talks. I keep on saying Element Talks, but Element Talks. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit of what is Element Talks? Where did it come from? What is it? It's a conference basically for designers, for creatives. And uh, we talk about practical 
aspects of designer's job, like copyright, like negotiations, like contact with clients, creating a team. But also it's uh, for inspiration. We invite designers and specialists from all over the world to share their experience, share how they work, share their process. And it's an annual conference. It's once a year in Warsaw. But also we have a conference dedicated to architecture and uh, urban design, and it's in Kraków. So we have two conferences now. And also we have a website with yeah. articles and interviews, which are very much connected to what we talk about on the conference. So it's kind of a whole movement that's happening. It's not just a event. There's intention. There's a structure behind what you guys are doing. Yeah, we try to expand it, actually. The conference in Kraków is quite new because the first edition was in December and it went really well. So we want to continue and do some new other conferences. It's like a platform for design. Yeah, and also we wanted to have like, communicate with our attendees and with our subscribers throughout the whole year, not only during the conference. That's why we started the um, portal or website okay. with articles. Yeah. Great. What's the website URL, by the way? Elementtalks.com. Right. May you tell us how did you start? So we started together as students. We wanted to make ourselves better designers. That's why we organized the conference for the first time. And it was our bachelor project. So the visual identity was our bachelor project that we did together. And we started in Poznań. We did two editions there. And after two editions, we moved to Warsaw and started organizing it in a little bit bigger scale. But from the beginning, our goal was to help designers in everyday work. Yeah, yeah, to, to deal with those very practical and even business aspects of their work. What did you guys personally basically take out of these events? What enriches you guys from this? It's actually our whole professional experience because we started it in our bachelor year, so it's the third year of our studies. Now it's it's gonna be fifth edition, so we we've learned everything from <laughs> from organizing it. So we had to try a lot of things, we had to take risks. We learned how to talk with big companies, we've learned how to talk with uh, designers who we want to invite, how to encourage them to come. We've learned how to promote our events, how to promote anything we do uh, connected to our business. And we've learned how to raise money and how to <laughs> earn money because in the beginning it was a student project. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't have You guys any. were graded on it, right? You had to deliver it to... Yeah, I mean, it was our idea and people usually don't do their bachelor projects in pairs. <laughs> so we had to ask for permission to do it. And yeah, and our university actually was very happy with it. So well done to them. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they helped us as, as well. That's important. Yeah, to because say. I saw an article there that some of the professors and stuff actually supported with insight and help. And yeah, and actually our dean encouraged us to make it a little bit bigger because at first we wanted to make it for I don't know like fifty people. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Because, I mean, I can jump off the back of that. So when I met you guys two years ago, right, so I was fresh in Poland. I met these two young ladies, and they talk about element talks. This is going to happen. I was really under the impression I'm going to roll up and rock into an event of, like, 50 people. Maybe we'll have a few biscuits, and we have a laugh about design. And then I went to the venue the next day to see where I'll be talking. And I had a mild stroke. <laughs> because it was huge. I mean, there was tons of people. So, And I think this is what makes it so interesting is that you guys took this small idea 
and scaled it so big. We spoke earlier about the scale of this and that you probably want to control the scale a little bit to make sure that you have the impact. Mm -hmm. But wow. And just thinking about this, so sometimes I think as designers, we we can get scared about the scale of a project. Mm -hmm. When you went through the process of learning about finance and talking to these guys how did you guys do it was it trial and error like did you just try stuff or did you have yeah, mentors or? but we also exactly. asked many people about stuff because at first it was actually surprising for us uh, how many people were interested in this conference and this project so we had to sort of go with the flow <laughs> there were so many people interested and we couldn't even invite everyone because the, the space was too small at first well, and well. the second edition was 1500 participants and then 2000 uh, uh, <laughs> would you say that you guys were able to tap into a very core need like there was this hunger for this yeah, and you guys exactly. just pointed that beautifully. Yeah, this is kind of niche we discovered <laughs> accidentally because we had a really a big desire for knowledge for other designers. We didn't know how to manage our careers and we wanted to ask them. And a lot of people want to do the same. So in the beginning, we, like Olga said, we thought that it may be 50 people, but there were 800 applications, applications wow. for the first edition. So we realized that, wow, a lot of people want this knowledge. So let's do it. Let's let's do another edition. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. And I think yeah. that the reason that that first started that that was our need to to do it yeah. uh, was it came from your love. For yeah, this, right? yeah, love, but also the need, the lack yeah. of this kind of knowledge. So I think that that's why it's it's kind of a success because people can relate and we we used to be uh, designers like graphic designers and we had this kind of lack in our knowledge. So it's and interesting that you say we used to be designers. I mean, we used to be graphic designers, but you're still designers. Right? I think so. Yeah. Maybe maybe we're more organizers and entrepreneurs, but also a bit of designers because we have to think about how to design the process for our attendees how to design all the events I think you guys are still like designers like scary designers <laughs> thank you because you're designing an experience you walk exactly. in the door mm-hmm. and that everything that you guys are doing because I remember like I've been there twice and I see you guys like keeping control of the, the venue what's happening looking stressed out being on top of things you're designing <laughs> like, yeah I think it's very a creative process yeah. what we do and it's actually what I like most about my work is those moments when we can talk about things and figure out how we're going to do something and like those brainstorms yeah it's yeah. also my favorite part like <laughs> so I ideas. Think it's very yeah. creative so you're open for things to change right yeah. to add more things yeah in sure experiment. Always, after every conference we do a survey for our attendees we ask our friends our speakers what they think about our conference and we change all the time we change every year or something now to the next question and this is not meant as negative have things gone wrong right I mean maybe it's like maybe you can refer to smaller things but it's not all perfect right so here and there a few things might have gone wrong or is there any situations where you guys had to deal with something like oh hell this is happening we need to fix this or I think there is no very big big mistake that we anything spectacular yeah there's there's no 
anything spectacular because every time we see that something is going bad, then we try to fix it. And it can even figure out to be a good thing <laughs> because we learn. You see the opportunity and the, and the potential yeah. risk. So yeah. sometimes when we see that our tickets are not really selling good, then we try to figure out what can we do? How can we promote the event better? How can we maybe invite some uh, journalists, maybe invite some speakers to share our event, to, to invite people on social media or anything? So we try to fix it. Yeah, I mean, maybe we made a few mistakes jumping into things too quickly and not thinking it through enough. Yes. But then it's also about the learning you take away from that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we learn on our mistakes all the time. But it's just, there are many mistakes that, that we make, but they are not very spectacular and interesting to talk about. But yeah. yeah. Such wood, let's keep it that way, right? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. we spend more money than we could for some things, but yeah. now we, we know how to do it. <laughs> Mm. Becoming more shrewd with the wallet, right? Yeah. May you tell us who has been your favorite speaker so far? Or your favorite speakers or hosts so far? Mm, this is uh, Werner Puchelt. <laughs> 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 Boom. <laughs> Obviously. But uh, other than <laughs> that, <laughs> I very much enjoyed Anton and Irene. In the year that you were speaking. We were oh, there, yes. Yeah, I, could, right. I still remember them. Yeah. yeah. They were like stand-up comedians yeah. <laughs> moments. And uh, from last year, I really liked um, Eric Kessel's speech. It was very funny and a little bit, you know, on the edge. He showed a few pictures of <laughs> maybe things that are, aren't expected on design conference. But yeah, it was very, very funny. Yeah, and for me, uh, Anton and Irene were also really great. And also last year, I really liked the new school. This is uh, Ran and Liar from Israel. Uh, they are designers and f freelancers, and they talk about how to price their work. Yeah. So it was really, really great knowledge and very structured, and I've learned a lot. So yeah, I really recommend to watch it because most of our lectures are available on our website to see. So. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. All yeah. the stuff is there. You can actually go see some of the past. Yeah, yeah. almost everything. If yeah. something is not there, it's only because speakers didn't agree. But yeah, yeah. we try to show everything. Yeah. I know the show is not about me, but the one, <laughs> the one thing I keep on. So Anton Marine was really good. Yeah. But the one that. I keep on referring to in conversations and I didn't expect I would do that. It's Mike Monterio from last year. Oh, wow. mm. So, I mean, I always follow, followed Mike Monterio on Twitter mm -hmm. and I knew he was talking there and I thought, okay, because I know he's sometimes a bit of a controversial guy. Yeah, yeah. And I went into, into the talk not expecting to be moved as much as I did. And to, to this day, I refer to it a lot when I speak to designers about the responsibility you take for what you create. Mm -hmm. And also the fact, like we mentioned earlier, that sometimes people forget that any act that they do is actually an act of creation or design. So if I go out and I design an evil political system, I am a designer of that and I need to take ownership of it. So yeah, I tip my hat to you guys for bringing Mike Monterio through to Poland because that was really a powerful talk. Yeah, mm. it was very different as well from the, the other talks, right? And yeah. We didn't expect it to be even that way. No, that was powerful. And talking about Mike Monterio and these kind of guys, so like in Kessel's 
I mean, these are quite serious personalities when it comes to the design industry. And I had a conversation with someone before where we, we kind of l- joked a little bit about what the designer ego, because mm-hmm. sometimes we can have a little bit of an ego, right? Um, how do you guys find coming in as like youngsters, especially when you started getting some of these designers to buy into you guys and to come talk? How do you deal with the designer ego? Do you agree that there is a designer ego, number one? And how do you deal with that? I agree. <laughs> I mean, not even talking about speakers, but in general about designers. And I th- a lot of the time it comes from the education and the way that especially artistic schools raise us. But about the speakers, well, it's very exciting part and we always talk to them differently. We usually like to see the talks on the internet before to see how someone is talking. And well, with Mike Monteiro, I have to say I was very intimidated because his talks are so powerful usually and uh, always. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, we are so happy. And I said it like (laughs) 10 times. But usually they are just normal people and they are very keen on the idea of our conference because it's quite different. It's not sharing your work, like your portfolio, which everyone can see in web, but more about the backstage of the profession and talking about mistakes, which, for example, Eric Kessels uh, wrote a book about failures and mistakes, (laughs) so he was happy to talk about it. I think our idea is encouraging for speakers to come to work. It's refreshing. It's yeah. refreshing yeah. They really want to share their experience, their knowledge. So it's really great to meet them because they are so enthusiastic, you know. And they are also very enthusiastic to come to Warsaw because usually it's their first time here. So they can discover the city. And it's also great for us to show them yeah. how it looks here. Yeah, and they all also are surprised with our consultations after the lecture. Many times we hear as like it's a very basic idea that after each lecture, speaker uh, goes to consultation room and talks to mm-hmm. to attendees directly, not like yeah. Q and A from the audience, but direct conversations. And it's very simple, but many speakers told us that wow, it's the first time that I hear about something like that. It's cool because they can get and feedback right away and answer any questions. It's nice and intimate. I, yeah. I, was, I experienced yeah. that as well. It's really, you can really meet your audience yeah. and the audience can meet the speakers. So it's also great for them. And then as a side question, I mean, do you think some of these guys that you bring into Central Europe, into Poland, is surprised by the talent that is here? Like I mentioned before, I walk into Elements Talk as a foreigner mm-hmm. and I go, wow, look at the scale. Look at the amount of designers that are here. Look at the talent, because you also have people actually showing some of their work. We've got some of the work at home on the walls. And you go like, wow, there's some really cool stuff happening in Poland. For the uneducated, do you think, (laughs) is there a surprise from the people coming through that, wow, there's a really living community here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're quite surprised about the scale, like you. They didn't ever told us that they are surprised that we have good designers here. That's, uh, it can be true. Maybe also this year there will be a chance to show them more of the um, talents that we have because this year we partner up with Polish Graphic Design Awards with René Wawrzykiewicz. Wow. So the award show will take place on 16th of June, just like our conference. And in the evening you can go and see the best work from wow. 2017. That's great. Yeah, and we encourage people to attend their work because there's still time to take part in this award show. Excellent. 
So now we jump into a little bit about the event as well. You we can highlight, like, promote the crap out of it. So Jonathan, <laughs> <laughs> go for it, dude. May you tell us what are the highlights planned for this year, for the event? So sell us Element mm-hmm. Stalks 2018. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so as always, our goal is to show the backstage of designers' profession. But this year we have a theme of designers breathe deeply. So the breathe... <laughs> That's what you told me when we started recording, right? Yeah. (laughs) Breathing is very important. And, you know, taking your time with design and creative process. So we want to show this other part of our work, the backstage (laughs) generally, and how designers deal with many problems of the work and the burnout, the failures that they have or working in a team, which isn't always that easy, or working alone as a freelancer, which can be difficult as well. We will have excellent speakers from all around the world. One of them is uh, Daniela Garza from Anagrama from Mexico. Uh, Yeah, so we, we are really happy that she's coming. And also there will be a director of the Design Museum in uh, London, Dianne Sudic. Yeah, I'm sure his lecture will be really great. And I think his lecture will be also very interesting for non-designers, like people generally interested in design, because he wrote many books that are selling in Poland very well. Um, So I think it's, it's very interesting for just in general design lovers. Yeah, there will be also Martina Flor. She's a famous lettering artist. She lives in Berlin and she did several projects about lettering and typography. Uh, she's a really talented person and great speaker and teacher. And there will be also Mark Porter. He's an editorial designer and uh, he's famous from New Layout of The Guardian, which was uh, the best layout for the newspaper in 2006. Oh, okay. so, so he's also a really great speaker. And we also have Ike from Berlin, from Hort Studio. He's he's a personality. <laughs> I think many Would people you? are very happy to see yeah. him. Yeah, and he will also run workshops here in Warsaw. So yeah, we invite you to take part in it. So now that you have our mouths watering. There's going to be workshops and people are going to have some work on display again. Yeah, we will have workshops before the event, like longer workshops one day or even two or three days and uh, shorter workshops during the event for two hours. During the event, uh, the workshops are available for all the attendees. So if you have a ticket, you can take part in a workshop. Uh, The workshops before are a separate ticket. Yeah, so what is also important for us is to encourage our attendees to get to know each other and to network so uh, there are networking sessions like uh, speed talks it's like speed dates but for designers you share the business cards and it's really great last year it was the favorite part of networking for our attendees so we want to expand it and make it again and there will be also on our website the whole list of the attendees so if you have a ticket you can fill your profile and you can see who else is going to be on the conference you can get in touch with other designers so you guys are kind of facilitating this connection between people yeah absolutely because we found out that actually many people come to our conference to meet other designers and meet other creatives we want to do business yeah yeah exactly talks are very important but other than that they like to network and there are people from all around Poland so it's also a nice opportunity to meet with friends and get to know new people right I say yeah we want to do business but the thing is sometimes you sit in the audience and two seats away so it's a guy who's done some amazing work that could even inspire you more than the speaker on the stage so that's a great opportunity to meet those people yeah and it's also very important for us to make 
make it very inclusive. So there are no VIP zones or things that are only available for people who, for example, paid more or... We are all important. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And we, we love all our attendees. <laughs> yeah, it's very important for us to make the atmosphere very light, very friendly, and it's not very businessy and square so I think it's it's a nice place to to get to know people because there's no pressure and it's, it's very friendly I can confirm that <laughs> so to find out more element talk element talks.com <laughs> yes and all the details are there the date of the event it's 16th and 17th of June great and as we're doing this show now there's a early bird ticket that people can grab, right? Yeah. And they need to be really fast because by the time they listen, they might have missed it. But it's, if you can give the details around that. Yeah, we have early birds tickets available until the end of April. Yeah, and also there are are really great uh, group discounts. So if you are, for example, a group of 10 or more, you can save 30%. Yeah, it's also a nice opportunity to network before the conference because we see people pairing and uh, creating groups. Nice, no, no. So all my friends listening to this, right, give me a call. We're going to make a group. <laughs> Jonathan, you're already in. You're laughing in the background, but you're in my group. <laughs> I know. I mean, I was just checking. So this episode will be published the 13th of this month. So as you're listening to this episode, it's the last day for the early bird tickets. So pause, go buy tickets, come back and listen to the rest. <laughs> yeah. That's how we're yeah. going to do this, right? Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio information and entertainment. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. I will recommend today a book from Mike Montero, Design is a Job. Design is a Job is a succinct book which is packed with information for every designer who wants to start his own business or work with other professionals. Montero calls it a guide to making a living as a designer. There is a reason why Mike Montero draws huge crowd at each conference he participates in. His subject matter expertise in the field of selling design, finding clients, or communicating with other designers is recognized worldwide. Today, you can get a free copy of his book by visiting audibletrailcom forward slash blockthinking. As a designer or someone working with a designer, you will definitely not regret the time spent reading this book. Great, guys. So let's jump into a little bit about the friendship. So we've spoken about Elements Talks, Jonathan. Yes. Listening to you and seeing how close you are and how committed you are on your project, the first question I have in mind is, how did your collaboration start? We were students uh, in the same year. Uh, we studied together on university, so we so we knew each other. We had the same friends. We went to the same yeah, we parties. Were <laughs> yeah, so it was natural that we went to do it together. Yeah, we spent time together, and just one time we started talking about doing something. Actually, it's kind of difficult for me to remember those times. It's like so blurry because so many things change. As I say it now, I feel like I'm telling a story that I told many times. But I don't really, you know, like you remember things from photographs when you were very little. Yeah, but it was five years ago, right? Yes. But everything is such a blur. Like, it's just working, working, working and things just happening. So we were friends. We didn't work together before. I 
anything. No, 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 no any project or anything. What we do now, it's easier to do it together because Paulina does some parts of the work. I do different. Some parts we do still together. But at first, for example, we designed like graphic design together, which for me seems very difficult. But it it was actually great. It was like two values. For example, even our first identity was created with those icons. Yeah, and yeah. even. The creation of these icons was Paulina made them very square, and I made mine quite like yeah, very soft. Yeah. And we put them together and created something like better than the combination. Yeah, the combination. Exactly. Yeah. It's like this with everything. It was really natural for us to cooperate, and uh, we did everything together. We consulted with each other everything. <laughs> So it was good for the beginning because we learned from each other and we compared our points of view. Yeah, our points of view exactly. Uh, but now we we realized after some years we realized that we have to separate our duties because okay. we can't do everything together. You know, yeah. because there are so uh, too many of. Uh, there's not enough well, time. Yeah, there, so you guys started together working, just recapping, working together, yeah. working everything together, and now as the scales up, you're kind of splitting duties. You're still together as a team, yeah. but do you find that you play on each other's strengths? So Ola, uh, Paulina, because she's really good with the cash, <laughs> and that's not really Olga's kind of thing or do you I think Olga would be also good with cash but she yeah. just give it to me <laughs> I don't think she's really good she just gave you all the cash uh, I'm good with my own cash <laughs> yeah exactly but Paulina is very um deliberate such a designer yeah. and then the, the one thing the designers or friends like to do is critique right are you guys do you critique each other's work like how? oh yes a lot <laughs> so Polina how does Olga handle critique um, does she get sensitive yeah, yeah she is I'm sensitive. sensitive I'm really straightforward mm -hmm. so I think that sometimes Olga can be hurt <laughs> But I try to work on that. We talk a lot about each other's work and we discuss a lot. We argue a lot sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a process all the time. Yeah, but it's also because Paulina is so straightforward, it's easier sometimes to critique her because yeah. she doesn't take it very personally. Yeah, I do. I try not to, but <laughs> yeah. but it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's very hard. Also, it's something that I struggle with for some time now. We cooperate with different people. We have a small team. And I'm so used to working with Paulina that, you know, you have to change your attitude yeah. towards different people. And I'm so used. At first, it was quite difficult for me to change my approach because I know that I can say everything directly to her and she doesn't take it personally. And, well, we used to work together, like, alone together, but only two of us for a long time. It must be tough because are you guys still friends? Like, 
you start off this friendship and then this becomes this business and this big beast that you have to manage. Are yeah. you guys still like friends, friends? Do you still hang out from time to time or is it like... It, it changed over the years because we knew from the beginning that we can't spend too much time with each other. For example, we decided that we're not going to have the same flat. <laughs> That's my big idea. For, the, for <laughs> <Yeah>. our mental health. <laughs> yeah. But here we, we've changed a little bit our relationship. Now I think we have more separate lives, private lives. Yeah. But sometimes we meet, we hang out sometimes together. Yeah. We have some common friends. But it's not that intensive like three or four years ago. Yeah, because I mean, you guys are also as human beings, as, as people, you're evolving, right? Mm-hmm. You started this whole thing as students. Yeah. Like things are happening. Like things change. Like all mm-hmm. goes here every year or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all Sorry, I had to mention. <laughs> if you're listening to this, go to the internet and do a Google search on Olga and observe how she evolves her look every year. <laughs> and it says nothing about you and me, Polina. We are beautiful human beings. You also you change, also your, change your, your Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I do what I can do, right? <laughs> no, I have the same haircut for five years, so... <laughs> no, no, maybe I, I even have time. pictures when I cut your hair in our office, like, yeah. three years ago. <laughs> okay, so sometimes I have longer or shorter hair, but it's basically the same. <laughs> I don't know how we digress right into haircuts. That's my yeah. fault. The yeah, one thing that you mentioned uh, earlier uh, in this talk about friendship is that you guys have teams. And it must be interesting to have a collaboration, working together, and then all of a sudden you have to manage people. Yeah. This how, does that, how, how do you feel about that? Uh, it's hard. We are learning everything. And this is also a new thing that we have to learn, how to cooperate with people, how to manage our team. It's um, so also very hard because bef- I, I feel like before I mostly focused on how to get things done, not really about you know everything. People's feelings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, because even if with partners, it's, you know, a few meetings and that's it. And, and now I feel like it's a whole different work to do to, to figure out what's good for one person and what's good for the other. And, you know, it's, it's really hard and I, I wish I was better at it. But as we said, we are still learning. So. Yeah, sometimes I wish we have a boss who can tell us how to, <laughs> what, to do. <laughs> what to do and how to behave. Because we don't know a lot of things, we we make mistakes. That's fine. You went through all those trials and those challenges together, and you're still friends. So, do you have any advice for people that want to build something big together while keeping a friendship? What are the lessons that you learned? It's good to start in some small thing like we did because we we didn't know that it's going to be so big we just wanted to make a bachelor together it could end after one edition but we realized that it's going really great and we still like each other so we (laughs) we guys kind of live the design principles of prototyping coming up with something <laughs> prototyping it yeah and, went and also re- revising I yeah. think because many times we had different opinions Perfect. about yeah. things but through some arguments and yeah. talks I think that iteration that revising thing is really important I think sometimes designers forget about that you have to do something look at it again revise it and then adjust yeah and also like revise the idea of one another because like the the goal for the future because like many times we have some opportunities to um, to evolve with our conference to change it 
and yeah, we we discuss it quite often. I think and revise yeah. what yeah, are we going the, the to talk about. Yeah. And what do we want our lives to look like in a few years? Yeah. Talking about that, what's next for you guys? You're going to continue this track as the ideas about the future as we're winding down a little bit. Yeah. What next uh, we, for you, We have Polina? quite a lot of plans for the next year or two. Okay. Uh, we want to develop our website to write more articles, to invite more authors. And also we want to open uh, two new conferences. One of them will be this year and uh, the second of them will start next year. Two different uh, different fields of design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's becoming a design platform more than just yeah. events. And we also yes. would like to somehow help people cooperate on our website. So we are now thinking about how to help them get job and uh, things like that. Yeah, so right. there will be a job tab uh, in our uh, website. So let's let's wrap things up a little bit with a few fun things. So I have a bunch of cards, right? Don't worry, don't stress. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to shuffle them because storytelling is the important part of design, right? So I want to see if you're good at telling a story. <laughs> so. Oh no. <laughs> so pick one card. Okay, great. And there. <laughs> so I'll start with Olga. So what is in your card and can you respond to that? Tell about a place that makes you feel good. Yeah. What place makes you feel good? I suppose it's a quiet place, surrounded by nature. And right now it seems like a perfect <laughs> timing. The weather is great yeah. now. There are also so many pink trees <laughs> in parks. Like yesterday I walked through a park and it was so wonderful right in the city center. And birds singing and just dogs running <laughs> around like idyllic landscape so i think it's as simple as that <laughs> makes sense i have really really a hard question tell a story about an embarrassing moment mm-hmm. but okay I, i'm uh, leaning into this <laughs> to understand. I, I don't remember now anything maybe because i uh, try to not to think about bad things i don't know maybe olga you remember something okay. i was yeah. embarrassed Hmm. Is she the kind of person who always forgets her keys or... Well, uh, she's the kind of person that forgets what she said yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that, this is a great example. Because uh, sometimes I say to Olga, Olga, I have a great idea. Let's do this and that. And Olga said, we were talking about this last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of... I told you that before. And I'm, okay. You're one of those people. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, guys. I know it's like a little tricky one, but uh, that's what we always do in the podcast. So what do you guys do for fun? I'm going to sound like complete hippie. <laughs> like when we talked about the things before, like meditation and stuff. Well, I like to do yoga cool. and I'm quite interested in health in general. Mm. Very much. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> Olga should be a doctor, actually. <laughs> yeah, like holistic. Is she one of those annoying people when you drink like a cup of coffee with lots of sugar in it and she's like, mm-mm. <laughs> no, she's not judging. No, okay, it's she's like, just, no, she's, she's okay. She's yeah, with it, I'm never trying to change uh, anyone because... You, you're living a world of uh, life of example, so we get inspired. Oh, yeah, <laughs> really. Exactly. Olga doesn't eat sugar for two or three years. Yeah, three. Oh, and this excellent. is for me... Like refined sugar, oh, refined that? sugar. Uh-huh. Not all the sugar. I wish I could do that, but I'm so, so bad at it. Now I'm really intrigued to know what you do for fun. <laughs> I dance, rock and roll, and swing the hop. Wow. So, swing. I started actually three months ago, and I love it. 
Excellent. So you go to all these events and there's get-togethers, right? Yeah, People do this. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I ride a bike quite a lot. I spend time with my friends, my boyfriend, my dog. I really like to be surrounded by people. Brilliant. So who inspires you? Do you have a mentor? Is there someone that you look up to or yeah. something? Yeah, I have Me? a... <laughs> Except for Olga, of course. Olga, of course. <laughs> Especially about health things. Um, but also, I listen to quite a lot of podcasts about entrepreneurship. Anybody specific that you follow? <laughs> yeah, especially Michał Szafrański. Uh, he's a Polish finance blogger, but he does a lot of things connected to entrepreneurship, about self-development. Oh, personal development. Personal yeah. development, exactly. He's really great person and I admire. And I take a lot of examples from his business and it's really great. inspiring to me. And also there is another Polish podcast. It's, it's called Mała Wielka Firma, which means a small, big company. And it's for a middle and or small yeah. companies. And it's about marketing, about selling, about storytelling, about everything that small entrepreneurs deal with. It's like element talks for entrepreneurs. Excellent. <laughs> so it's, it's great. And also there is a Pat Flynn podcast. I think it's he's quite famous. He's also entrepreneur and a blogger. Yeah, so. And you, anybody <laughs> inspires you, a mentor or oh, something that I you... I can't think of anyone specific, but in general, yeah, of course, Paulina. <laughs> and, uh, like, Please. Uh, being very like hardworking, yeah. She inspires me <laughs> uh, every day with how, work, uh, how hard she works. But in general, I'm very inspired and I would like to be more balanced and people who balance very well their personal life with work and like each part of their life that these are people who inspire me so so the life balance is, is something that I would like to have great and then a trick question what are you currently reading currently I'm reading uh, <laughs> it's not very Bear the truth no, okay so it's um, fruit and vegetable diet by Dr. Dombrowska <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because I'm preparing to have two weeks of only fruit and vegetable and it's not even all the fruit and vegetable, only wow. the ones that so are strict. not very sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard. Great. I'll post a link to that book okay, on yeah, our sure. website. Okay. <laughs> and you, what are you reading? Currently I'm reading a great book about intestines. Nice. I mean, yeah. You should see my like, like intestines. <laughs> it's called Food Pharmacy and yeah? it's written by Swedish women. Yeah. It's really interesting and fun, and there are also recipes, and I, I love it. And also, I'm reading a book about learning. There is a Polish YouTuber called Radosław Kotarski, and he wrote a book about how to learn faster, what are the mistakes of our education system, how right. how can we improve our minds and, uh, and learn better. Thanks for sharing, guys. Thank you. Jonathan? Where can people find you personally? Twitter, LinkedIn? Um, you can find us on Facebook. On our website, there are also uh, our email addresses and phone numbers. So mainly... You, we are open everywhere. If you want to find these two awesome ladies, you go to elementalks.com and yeah. buy tickets to Element Talks. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. then you can And go then to... you get to meet them in oh, person. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Guys, I just want to say thank you for spending the time with us. I know an event is pending. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of work to do, a lot of organization a lot of traveling between all the cities talking to egotistical designers oh, yeah. <laughs> not really I really appreciate it and I just want to say personally for myself and I think Jonathan will join in that is you guys inspire us Big time. because if two designers can create an event of this scale what else can the rest of us do to change
change things for design and for the world. So thank you once again, elementtalk.com. Go check it out. And yeah, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.